The Lord is always at work in our lives, teaching, purging, guiding, and strengthening. In the little book of Haggai, we learn great truth about His work in us and how we are to work with Him. Welcome to God's Construction Zone. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study together. Every good Bible message has one big idea. And how can I say that? Because every portion of Scripture has one big idea. There's some overarching message God's trying to get across, impress upon us, and leave with us. Well, when you listen to Haggai's preaching, he preached four sermons, you'll remember. When you listen to all four of his sermons, there's one great truth that seems to be the theme of every one of his messages, and it is this, consider your ways. He's trying to get the people of God to stop and look at themselves, to see their life through God's eyes. Isn't that the hardest thing to do? We compare ourselves with everybody else. And God says that's not a wise thing to do. We must see ourselves from God's vantage point. We've marked in our Bible these, these truths in Haggai chapter 1, verse 5. Now therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. And again in verse 7, thus saith the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. Basically, in Haggai chapter 1, we're given a number of things that God wants us to consider. What does He want us to consider? Well, first of all, we should consider how often we listen to the voice of others and not to the Word of God. Isn't it ironic how easily we are swayed and influenced by people's opinions and counsel, by the input of those around us, by the world that we live in, and how much weight that tends to have in our life over what God is trying to say to us. And that's really how the entire book of Haggai begins. Haggai chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month and the first day of the month, came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet. The word of the Lord. In verse 2, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts. Are you hearing God's word today? Verse 7, Thus saith the Lord of hosts. Uh, verse 3, then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet. Uh, verse 13, then spake Haggai the Lord's messenger in the Lord's message unto the people. You almost get the idea God's trying to say something, don't you? May I say to you, God wants to speak to you today. How does He speak? He speaks by His word through the power of His Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit will take the word of God and it will convey God's message to you. The Lord wants to speak to you today. As surely as He had a message for Judah, He has a message for us. And He sends His messengers to us. He sends people with the word that we need. Uh, sometimes I think we get so distracted by the messenger, we miss the message. Uh, maybe we get to looking at Haggai and we forget who Haggai is there to represent. He's just an ambassador from the king. The king of kings and the Lord of lords has something to say to us. It may be today through your own personal devotional reading of Scripture. It may be through this particular Bible study you're listening to. It may be on the Lord's Day uh, as your pastor stands to preach. It may be a friend that you cross paths with today. Through any number of means or messengers, the Lord may deliver His Word to you. But get the point. We must be in tune with God to know what it is God is saying to us. Sometimes we're so in tune with the world around us that we fail to hear Him. We get so in tune with, with the news broadcast 
that we forget what God is trying to say. We get so attuned to the culture that we fail to hear what Christ has to say. When was the last time you know that God spoke personally to you? So when the Bible says, consider your ways, this is not some general message. This is very specific. The first thing we must consider is we must consider how often we listen to the voice of others instead of the Word of God. Here's the second thing we should consider. We should consider how much we live for our comfort instead of His glory. I must tell you, I'm deeply convicted about this. You see, the people in Haggai chapter 1 had built their own houses, but they had failed to build God's house back. They were very comfortable, but they had failed to build the temple. They had time for everything but God. Listen to the Lord's word, His his condemnation of this action in Haggai chapter 1 verse 4. Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie waste? I wonder today, where are we placing the emphasis on this world instead of eternity? On what we want instead of what God wants? You see, these people, they were working for everything that was temporal. And perhaps today you find yourself in the same position. You may be working very hard. You may be making money. You may be climbing the ladder of success. You may be gaining lots of things. But I wonder, are you placing the emphasis on eternal things? Are you considering what you're going to meet when you meet God someday? What will the Lord say about what you're giving your life to? Are you truly placing emphasis on the spiritual in your life? Listen to what the Lord says to them beginning in verse 6. He says, You've sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there's none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. Sounds a lot like people today, doesn't it? Working harder and harder, but emptier than they've ever been. They lay their head on the pillow at night in beautiful homes, but they think to themselves, there has to be more to life than this. They go about the busyness of their day, racing through their schedule to get more accomplished, but wondering what it's all about. And like Solomon at the end of life, they will stand and say, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. You see, our wicked ways are not always bad things. Sometimes they're good things that we've placed before God. We love to fuss about everybody else's wickedness everybody else's sin. But could it be that the wickedness in us, our wicked ways, is that we have taken good things and made them our God instead of allowing God to have His rightful place in our life? I ask you again, will you let the Lord be thorough with you? Sometimes we have such great expectations for everything in life but the spiritual. He goes on in verse 9 to say, You looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. What a, what a humorous thing this would be if it wasn't so tragic. He said, you built your house and all I did, I just blew on it and it fell down. Like a house of cards, uh, like a bunch of sticks, not, no substance to it. He says, why, saith the Lord of hosts, because of mine house that is waste and you run every man into his own house. Therefore the heaven over you is stayed from dew and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And I called for a drought upon the land and upon the mountains and upon the corn and upon the new wine and upon the oil and upon that which the ground bringeth forth and upon men and upon cattle and upon all the labor of the hands. Maybe today you're living in a drought or a famine. Could it be the Lord has allowed the drought and the famine to come to remind you of where all the blessings came from to start with? I'm afraid sometimes we love the gifts more than we do the giver. 
We love the blessings more than we do the blesser. We get so consumed with our pleasure that we forget we are actually here for His pleasure. No wonder God says repeatedly in this little book, consider your ways. Could I challenge you to consider these thoughts today? Would you consider who you're listening to, who you're in tune with? Would you hear God's voice over the noise that's around you in this hectic world? And then would you consider today whether you're living for your own comfort or for His glory? I'm telling you, God has made it so what is best for us is what brings Him the greatest glory. When you live for His glory, I promise you God will take care of you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. God is the one who meets the needs at your house, but you must take care of the business He wants done at His house. Consider your ways today. By the grace of God, let's bring our life back in line with what it is the Lord wants. If you have been helped by the teaching of God's Word today, we would love to hear from you and hope you will share enjoying the journey with others. Communicate with us online and find further resources at scottpauley.org. May God do His mighty work in you today.